All right, welcome to our podcast. I'm Krishi. I'm Ariman. And we're going to talk a little bit about uh, football. We're going to talk about the Super League. We're going to talk about um, Ballon d'Oro. We're going to talk about um, Champions, Champions League. Imagine if this actually becomes a thing and we get, get to be on the bo- like the kickoff with True Jody. <laughs> I want to get to the point where we have some sort of football player on here. Okay. Like like a like a lower league one like a I can offend <laughs> or like Jack Grealish types Jack Grealish just a meme lord I think Benzema would be he's not the a meme highest lord. standard we can reach he he he's basically he just basically goes like oh everyone's against us even our own players are against Benzema is a god by the way I'm a Madrid fan and I I like Chelsea so that's Armin's a disgusting Chelsea fan should we should we start on that should we start on the Champions League okay because. Yeah. So, we're recording this on May 4th of 2021. Um, Bayern played... Not um, Bayern, dude. Not Bayern. Bayern <laughs> got destroyed by PSG. PSG, PSG and City. PSG played City today. Um, what did you think of the game? I thought that like City were dominant. Like Towards, towards the middle, I feel, I feel like PSG picked it up a bit. But towards the beginning and the end, I, City were just dominant and unplayable. And especially like with Phil Foden and stuff, um, yeah, and Mares. I think PSG were trying to channel like everything through Neymar. Yeah, I felt that as well. Like especially after Di Maria got sent off, it was just like a WWE match basically. And Icardi just wasn't like I didn't see Icardi have a touch. Oh yeah, did you see that meme? Like it, it was like Rip Icardi 1980s, whatever to like two thousand twenty one because he was just like invisible the whole game. Yeah, he was. He was like actually. Invisible. It was one of the worst at, like striking striker performances I've seen like ever. I don't like, think they had a shot on target. I mean, I was watching PSG. pretty much the whole game and like I can't remember a single touch that Icardi took. So. No, yeah, he was like, very bad. But, but then again, I don't know. I don't know if Moise Keane would have been better or just play without striker. What What is the problem with PSG? Like, I don't understand. We, they've spent so much money and they're still, like, yeah, not able to win it. It's been, like, 10 years of them saying, like, oh, yeah, we have really good players, but we don't have a team type thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just a lot of good players put together. But I think once such, like, Neymar went when? 2016, 2017? Yeah. Something like that. Mbappe's been there for a while. Obviously, those are the two new kids. Yeah. Berratti's been there since ages. Right? Yeah. FIFA 14, FIFA yeah. 18, you're using Berratti on PSG. Who else is there? Marquinhos is starting to look like an actual centre-back. But the thing is, he's the only one that scored goals for like PSG in ages. Like, even, yeah, even, yeah, the, yeah. even the only goal they scored in this entire tie was Marquinhos. Yeah. And the, Altani has been putting so much fucking money into PSG. Yeah, I genuinely thought that when, like, Neymar transferred for, like, 200 million, that would be, like, a turning point. Like, he would be the glue that, like, finally sent PSG Yeah, because Neymar edge. is top, top. Well, top. but his performances recently have been kind of, yeah. like... He's like, not he's not a Messi or Cristiano, but he's definitely top class. He needs someone. He needs a finisher. But I don't think he's the third best or fourth best player in the world, even still. Like, Who this, do you think is third best? I think Lewa is third best, definitely. And then, even at PSG, I feel like Mbappe is better than Neymar right now. Okay. I mean... I still think Neymar is third best just because he can create, whereas Lewa can finish. Yeah, but dude, like he's an insane finisher, sure. But like, you need someone that like. I I just prefer players who create. Like you know your Neymar's, your Ozil's when he was good. Your yeah, I guess. Messi. I mean, this is nice to look at. I just feel like, like what the end product needs to be there, right? Like you can. No, yeah, yeah. yeah Obviously, like, like today, there's no finisher. Yeah, there's no way PSG are ever winning. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. usually. I feel like Di Maria would run the show and then just Neymar would be there to like finish. Like 
sometimes, but now often Di Maria got sent off. PSG just lost control of the game. Like they lost that. Yeah, for such a big team to lose it like that and just fucking start like kicking players and like, do you see the yeah? Team, uh, the do, you see, with, do you see the Kimpembe one? Yeah, he, he yeah, should have yeah. definitely been sent off for that. Like it was, it was at the knee. Yeah, <laughs> but the Di Maria one was so stupid. Did he like slip or? Oh what? yeah, for no, he didn't. Like you could see that he was, he was, he was trying to put, he tried to put his studs up like further up, like against his shin, but because really? he like slightly slipped, he hit the ankle, Damn. and then Fernandinho obviously exaggerated it to to get the red. But um, when I he, saw that, I was like, "Oh, it's a bit of an exaggeration." But like, I, I thought that was yellow. I didn't. I, but then yeah. looking back at it, I feel like maybe it was red. But with thirty minutes left or whatever it was to just give up the game is. They, they, towards the end, towards the end, they were like looking like headless chickens. Like it was. Yeah, it, it was, was pretty bad. But I, like, yeah, yeah, like turning to like Man Man City though. Like, it was first leg. I feel like they were still PSG were still in it, but second leg they just. My city just looked dominant the whole game. No, oh, yeah, PSG had a bad game, but I think yeah, Man City definitely had two really good games. I think Mares is definitely really fuck. I mean, he's been good for a while, but I think finally showing because in the Champions League, City have always just choked. They found some way to choke, um, and so to see Mares doing all well, De Bruyne also had a really good game. Yeah. Last game he wasn't good, but like he scored that one goal. Yeah, and that kind of saved it. And then you were talking about Phil Foden. Oh my God, Foden! He was he was so good like this game, dude. Yeah. I, I was I was telling you right, like imagine being twenty and like no look, like shooting against Kilo Navas and hitting the post. Yeah, I so. think having the confidence to just like go at the defenders, and sh- and stuff like that at that age is just really sick to see. Yeah, and hopefully he he has a good career. I think um, Pep found him in the what's it called, like the lower league or uh, the youth teams and yeah. stuff. And so that's what I think as well. Like some people give Pep a lot of shit for you know, oh he's not he's not a real coach. He can't do shit without Messi and stuff. Mm-hmm. But like Foden's, I feel like he's a prime example of, you know, someone who he's coached and brought up. And like yeah, you'll have sort of you'll have the odd Sancho's and stuff. But Foden is is looking really good right now. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that, for example, the previous coach or even even any other coach like Poch or something. Even though he's good, he's known for nurturing players. I don't think he would have given Foden a chance if he was City, and mm-hmm. he had the access to the amount of money that Pep has. You know, I think Pep is a really good coach, and he's obviously shown that he's a really good coach because he took that Barcelona team to become what it was, right? Yeah. Twenty ten or twenty eleven, whatever it was, when they won six um, championships, and he goes for every every season when he starts he's like I want to win everything yeah. like even at Man City's one with every Carabao Cup is the City have won yeah. apart from this year no? Or some, are they still in the Carabao Cup? Or not? I think yeah. I think they are right they're still in contention for the quadruple so yeah that uh, wait didn't they Carabao Cup didn't they win they're, they're in the FA Cup oh yeah they won the Carabao yeah. Cup but then they got eliminated by Chelsea in the FA Cup right the semis who's playing the finals then? I think it's Chelsea Southampton or Chelsea Leicester. Maybe yeah, I, I, yeah, that rings a bell. Um, yeah, Chelsea Leicester is the FA Cup final, but I also think that in Barcelona he got a bit lucky. I mean, obviously when he came, Xavi and Iniesta were already there. Yeah. A big part of why that team was able to play the way it was able to play is because Xavi and Iniesta were there. Yeah. And they were discovered by by Van Gaal, but I mean, obviously Pep is a good. I mean, but now he's he's doing bits with Fernandinho and Rodri. Yeah. Like, you know, I mean, obviously they're not as creative as Xavi and Iniesta, and I don't think anyone will ever be. Mm-hmm. But 
like Fernandinho at the beginning of the season everyone was like oh his career might be over he City didn't give him a new contract and now he played like an insane game in the second league second leg of a Champions League semi-final you know yeah so no, yeah for them, the, the yeah you're right the one thing i do like about pep is that even it's a completely different team and he's not playing the exact same way obviously this year i think is the first year he's finally found the sweet spot with city which is yeah. focusing on defense and with finding the Ruben Diaz uh, John Johnstone's partnership yeah. has been the, insane Diaz was so good yeah, today yeah yeah getting man of the match even though someone on your team scored two goals yeah. in the champions league semi final is pretty the, sick Diaz was so good but I didn't think that City would be this good, you know, at the beginning of the season. No, yeah. Remember when they lost 5-2 to I mean, Leicester? Yeah, yeah, There's that and also they've been buying defenders, like 50, 60 million defenders yeah. for the past three years. They've been putting in so much money and so people are like, okay, they're never going to actually win the Champions League. They've been saying this for so long. Yeah. But I think Pep finally found what works with this team, what works in the league and what works in the Champions League. And nobody knows in the final what's going to happen. But this is definitely looking like the best team yeah, I, I agree. I mean, even though Chelsea and Madrid are like in contention, I would want Madrid to go in the final. I mean, Chelsea to go in the final. Sorry, mm-hmm. even if they did make it, I I still think that City are like favorites. City are definitely favorites, yeah, and I think for the sake of football, not seeing a fucking um, UAE, uh, what's it called, shake, win the Champions League would be nice, just for the sake of football and for the sake. Like I'd much rather see Abramovich. Yeah, you know, um, than than this but I mean it is what it is it's it's good football it's good defense stuff like that and so I mean the city is just fun to watch but I'm like I'm I'm really happy that like John Stones has had a resurgence as well like mm-hmm. he's he's I would I would say he's in the top like five top three defenders in the prem right now and like yeah that it's 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 insane to think that like Chelsea were gonna go for him then they didn't then he went to city and he started playing like shit and then we were like, oh, phew, thank God we didn't get him. But then now he's looking like insane once again. Yeah. He's basically looking like what we thought he was at Everton, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's, it's really nice to see. But, yeah. yeah. He, he looks like the type of player that also needs a um, partner like Diaz who can kind of lead the thing. But yeah, he's definitely... I agree. Diaz is like... I, I, when, he, when City got Diaz, I, I was... I'm, I'm going to be honest. I saw him in the... When, what did he play for? Benfica before. Mm-hmm. Before I saw him a few games at Benfica, and I, I was like, "Oh yeah, this guy, this guy's the real deal." And I, I genuinely think if Chelsea had got him, we would have won. We would have been favorites of the Champions League. Mm-hmm. But now the City have got him. They're just like far and ahead, like favorites. Mm-hmm. Do you think um, in PSG, Neymar and Mbappe are gonna sign again, or do you think they leave? I think Neymar's contract expires not next summer, the summer after, but they're looking at re- uh, like getting him a new contract this year for some reason, and Mbappe's expires next year. I think if Madrid don't get Holland, then Mbappe leaves to Madrid. Mbappe goes to Madrid. Yeah, because Ma- Madrid need a Benzema replacement. Like right. I know, I, or maybe not even a replacement, but someone to come in and fill. Like Benzema yeah. is looking insane, right? And Madrid hasn't bought anyone for like yeah. a fat minute. Yeah, and I mean they had Jovic, but. He's terrible. <laughs> Jovic, Jovic <laughs> is just another example of what Madrid does with players. Yeah, I just, I literally hope that that's not Holland or like Mbappe, but yeah, if, if they would, buy them, that would. Suck. But I think both players are too big for that to happen, kind of thing. Kind of thing like with Cristiano when he came. Like, sure, it would have been possible for him to just fail at Madrid, but he was so big. I mean, that's what happened to Eden, though. That is true. Eden was probably one of the top Eden, three players yeah. in the Premier League. And yeah. Then. I mean, for me, he was. 
like he was was the best player in the prem while, yeah. while he was active like, if you're in the if you put yourself in the shoes of mbappe do you stay at psg or no you know i don't think so like it's it sounds it sounds dumb mm-hmm. but i feel like after these many seasons he's consistently sort of been disappointed by the by that team mm-hmm. and i feel like i feel like if he goes to madrid and madrid like invest in invest in a few more players they they have the pedigree to win the champions league and they know how to do it and psg are just sort of like they're new to the game right. so and with the champions like you're Mbappe's only like mentioned or whatever when he's playing against big teams. Yeah, exactly. Time. If he goes to La Liga, is still you're not getting like every weekend. You're getting a huge game, yeah. but at least you're playing against your Barca's, your Atleti's, your Sevilla, yeah. stuff like that. And you are playing in Madrid, which is kind of more watched, I guess. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think even me, if I was Mbappe, I'd want to go to Madrid, and I think Neymar should go to Barca. See, he should, but I don't think he will. But yeah, cuz I don't, I don't ba- Barca like that I mean, you know the finance situation. This yeah. they're far far into debt and I don't think they can afford to pay Neymar's wages anymore. Mm-hmm. And I think well, I mean, that's a big reason why Barca won its Super League, but before we go into that, let's talk about Madrid Chelsea tomorrow. Oh yeah, I dude, I hope I hope Chelsea win, man. I, what do you think um Tuchel goes with you think five at the back is that what he's just been doing I think I think he's going to stick with that and um cuz I would say that he's going to play with Rudiger, Thiago Silva, Christensen and then Aspi right and then Chilwell left so same as last week yeah. this is the lineup from last week yeah it's um yeah, they have the same Rudiger, Thiago Silva do you not like um Aspilicueta center back and Reese right That's back. what I thought and that's what I like if I was Chelsea manager that's what I would have done mm-hmm. but he he I feel like he prefers Christensen and then Aspi because just the height Yeah and I mean not even the height it's just like Reese James is a bit more like attacking minded Okay and um and I I feel like especially in a second leg he he I I feel like he wants to protect that one goal away lead Okay. Do you think Chelsea go out tomorrow just protecting the zero zero? I, I I mean I I would think so. And I just like hope to whack on the counter. I I reckon they're gonna go with like Jorginho Kante in uh, in uh, midfield and then like like a Havertz and then two sort of wingers. So like mm-hmm. a like a three three two what is it? No five two three. Types. Okay. Um, with Jorginho and Kante in the pivot. Yeah. And then but I mean, it's going to be slow as hell, but I mean, I don't I don't think he's going to take the risk of getting another goal. I think he just want I feel like he's going to protect what what he has. Yeah. I think if Chelsea get an early goal tomorrow, it's going to change the game completely because then they're going to defend like with a bus the entire game. Yeah. If they concede one goal, calm. They we go to extra time it is what it is, but they'll try to keep it at zero obviously. Um but I think Madrid is gonna come out like proper, just like pressure on yeah. the whenever Chelsea get the ball back, just counter pressure and just like fully, just like going for it from the start. I think we're not gonna. Last time we played five defenders, right? We played Militao, yeah. Varane, Nacho, Marcelo, and Carvajal. I think tomorrow we play with four. I think we go Mendy, Ramos. Varane is injured. Carvajal is injured. So we go Mendy, Ramos, Militao. Odiofola. And either Odriozola or Nacho at right back. One of the two. Probably Nacho, just because he's more 
um, trusted, and then the middle three. Do you think Madrid have this like space for to be a good counter counter attacking team though? I mean, they, they, like they'll, them, they'll have to play the way. I don't think they'll be the tomorrow. They'll have to control the game, which isn't something that they've liked doing this year. This year, they've only played good against teams where they can counter attack. Yeah, but just because they don't have the when you're attacking, they're they're one dimensional, right? They're only crossing it, and the only person in the middle is Benzema. Obviously, yeah. when Cristiano was there, at least you had defenders shifting towards that side of the thing or whatever. Yeah. But with only Benzema, you need when you're. Uh, when we're fully going to be controlling the game, mm-hmm. it's going to be hard, but it's going to be similar to the Madrid-Liverpool game, right? Yeah, Where Cross yeah. is sending balls into Vinicius and to um, Asensio if he plays. Like, I think Modric, Casemiro, Cross will be in the midfield, and then Benzema, Vinicius, and Asensio. Or no, Benzema, Hazard, and Asensio will be up top. Dude, that's a slow midfield. I'm, I'm kind of What, these three? Yeah. I'm I mean, <laughs> it's it's... They're old, they're slow, but yeah. like... I mean, they get the job done. I just... I Zidane doesn't trust anyone else. Maybe Valverde. Yeah, I'm just a bit worried that like they don't have the... Like, as I said, they don't. Have, they might not have the speed to... Like, if they if they do counter, then yeah. But then if Chelsea... Like, Chelsea have Timo Werner and Christian Pulisic. Like, and Callum Hudson-Odoi, Kai Havertz. All of these are really quick players, you know? But Yeah. The, th- the one thing I think from that is maybe he plays... Um, four midfielders kind of playing Valverde on the right like in a 4-3-3 oh, Valverde yeah. on the right and then have Valverde track back because Valverde is, not, Valverde is good at tracking back Casemiro can also track back Modric and Cruz can't yeah like they just can't and then obviously having Ramos and Militao do the rest of the work yeah I reckon I, I mean honestly I was like a little surprised that Madrid even got to the semis like I, I was surprised that Liverpool got knocked out when they did because yeah we, we got lucky to get uh, hospital team that like we're a hospital team. Yeah. They're also a hospital team. It, it, it just, and also, you got lucky that you drew Chelsea because yeah. I, I don't think I don't think either Madrid or Chelsea had a chance against City. Bayern, or, we don't beat City. We don't beat BS. PSG. We don't beat. Who else was on that side? Dortmund is also a really hard game for yeah. us. Because um, again, Dortmund are quick, right? They have like they're really really yeah. quick. Yeah, so. Holland and and all that. And I don't think we had um, what's it called our full team back yet either. So, I mean, tomorrow's. Again, it's an even game. I think the odds are also even, uh, or pretty even. They face slightly favorite Chelsea, but it'll. Be, I think yeah. it, if Madrid score first, it'll be a good game. If Chelsea score first, then it's early. It's just going to be a very slow Madrid, just attacking the entire game, not really getting anything. Hopefully, getting something type game. I'm not sure if like Tuchel is good enough to park the bus though. Like he's not Mourinho, you know. I so I I I'm worried that he might. Go go to park the bus and hold the one goal like adva- away goal advantage, but mm-hmm. um, he might like fail. Mm-hmm. And if Madrid get an away goal, I feel like it's it's much it's much more difficult for Chelsea to like get get the goal back. You know, right, right, right. Because right. I if especially if he goes with the lineup that we just we just suggested and he goes with a double pivot, mm-hmm. that, that again that midfield is so slow. Like Conte has had a, had a renaissance, but Jorginho is. I, you know my opinions on Jorginho. Yeah. He's he, I I feel like he's one of the slowest and like yeah he, I f- I feel like the game has just passed him. You know like the game has moved on and it's become much quicker and he's sort of stayed that slow sort of pivot midfield. I don't really midfielder. is Jorginho supposed to be like an eight? I think he's supposed to be more like a six. Okay. And like again I don't he I don't know what he's 
capable of doing in this or contributing in the Chelsea team because we have Mason Mount as a creator. Right. is just a tank. Conte is just Conte. Yeah, he's just a tank. So I don't I don't know what purpose Jorginho would would serve, but Tuchel right, seems he's not like really taller. Or, yeah. Yeah. Tuchel yeah. seems to like him, so I don't like I don't I don't understand it, but you know you got to respect the manager mm-hmm. and. We'll, we'll we'll have the Frank Lampard debate a different time because <laughs> I'm still I'm still kind of sad that he left. Yeah. But um, no, Kante was definitely your guy's best player last game. He was just everywhere. Him and Pulisic. Games. Yeah, Pulisic was also good. But Werner is just dude. What I'm I'm, 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 I'm losing patience with Werner. Like I I I've I've been giving him so much time and I'm like because when he was Leipzig I loved him mm-hmm. and when we got him I was so hyped so that we got him. But like what what's wrong? I don't understand. Do you but think he um, plays better on the wing? No, I don't. I don't think he plays better anywhere right now. <laughs> like mm-hmm. he plays better on the bench. <laughs> Lampard tried to play him on the wing, though, right? At one point, or no? Yeah, and he was. Pretty I feel like on. he was pretty good over there. Like he was decent. Right, but right, right. Like the the he's just missing chances that he shouldn't be. No professional. He does, yeah, he doesn't have the confidence. Yeah, like all. like a, an English football league two player wouldn't miss those chances. Right, right. You know? So so it just it just kind of looks bad, but. Um, yeah, I mean, talking about these two like behemoth clubs and two other behemoth clubs on the other side of the semi-finals, we can move on to the Super League if you want. Okay, yeah. So, I guess just kind of explaining a bit the Super League or what these teams wanted to do. So, basically, according to Florentino, they had been talking about it for three or four years. Yeah. Um, and on Friday, two weeks ago, they said, okay, we're doing this. If you want to hop on board. Yeah. Uh, type thing and so I think by Sunday morning they had announced it that that they were just going through with it um and basically the entire football world (laughs) just was against it right um they were trying to do so they had 12 clubs basically every year for I think it was 15 or 20 years they wanted to to start the contract off at and the tv rights off at um they were going to have these 12 clubs that were never going to be relegated and then they were going to try to bring three more. Yeah. I think it was Bayern, Dortmund and PSG probably, which were the three yeah. more. Um, and they just didn't, they were just going to say, we're always going to be in this league. We won't get relegated from it. Uh, we'll play games midweek against each other. I think it was 20 teams and they'd have like, yeah. kind of like how American leagues work where there's conferences, 10 yeah. and 10, and then kind of like a playoff picture. Um, and yeah, obviously that's way different from any European um, soccer and how it's all it's always been. Where practically for a lot of teams, it's not really different. Like yeah. in in La Liga, right? Atleti, Madrid, and Barca are always going to qualify, but the Prem, it's a lot different yeah. because it is more competitive. Um, but the main idea of it was to cover the gaps of the pandemic. All teams were suffering. Um, and getting, uh, I think it was $3.5 billion from JP Morgan, yeah. uh, a loan from them, and then basically selling out TV rights for 15 to 20 years um, to earn revenue over those years and pay that back slowly, and then also have money come in from the loan to be able to pay out the players. Um, I think the main issue with it is the competitiveness and, or the lack of, of competitiveness that it's going to bring. and that it basically takes away every other team that's not in the Super League from the picture. Yeah. What are your kind of main problems with the Super League? I mean, I feel like at this point, Super League has been talked about ad nauseum, like on social media and right. like YouTube and stuff. And But in summary, I just think that 
from start to end it was like just a terrible idea you know mm-hmm. like maybe for the clubs and for like a handful of you know owners it was a decent idea but right. for everyone else for every other state because the fun the ironic thing was that i was reading chelsea's club statement and they said that we're working hard to you know um we're working hard to work with all stakeholders so that everyone benefits from it from this mm-hmm. but it's just i just think it's a terrible idea for like every other stakeholder other than like the owners of these clubs because mm-hmm. you know people talk about the football pyramid and if like if if people watch these big teams in the in the domestic leagues then the that money trickles down into the lower leagues and that's how the grassroots is it it developed right but that just wouldn't happen if the super league exists and i just think the concept of it was sort of weird as well like because on, on their website they said that we're going to take the 12 best teams and put them in a league but then they had spurs and arsenal in the right uh, yeah i mean they had to find a way to to make an excuse or to like have an explanation yeah. for having just basically the 12 richest clubs yeah. in there and so they said like the ones that have been in finals or semi-finals yeah. of the Champions League but yeah obviously Arsenal and Spurs should not be in there when they're struggling to qualify for Europa League every year yeah um and i don't know what other teams there were in there but it's 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 so much better if they would have just come out and said okay we're open to discussion we're open to talking about it we're open to having actual qualification for it yeah. but yeah having this as you said no one's going to watch city if you if you're watching city yet because you want to watch inter milan and juve yeah right you want to watch cristiano you want to watch lukaku from yeah. time to time stuff like that if you're able to watch them in the super league against teams that you also watch why would you ever watch city yet why would you ever watch la liga if yeah, you can exactly. watch your teams every week just play and that's you know that is what it is um so yeah i think that's just going to take out so many um fans from it but then again but i also don't think that like that's what the fans want though like they they said that you know we want again they want to work with all the stakeholders but that fans don't want to see madrid versus ac milan in charlottesville north carolina and then the, the and then at the same time chelsea versus juventus in sydney mm-hmm. you know it's just beyond the point it just gets to a place where you know i mean i was hearing the true jody podcast and i thought that they raise a good point that if if these already big clubs get the get access to you know as much money as they they're saying that mm-hmm. oh you know they get a billion dollars every season mm-hmm. that they stay in and they can't get relegated mm-hmm. the access that they have to sort of um build their training facilities the access to buy players buy staff um it it's so disproportionate that i i'm i wouldn't be surprised that 10 10 or 15 years down the line if we have you know football where in in the sense that meaning Aston Villa versus Leicester and then we have hyper football which is basically just a complete different sport. Right, this is very futuristicy. Yeah. <laughs> That's a word. Yeah. But yeah, it's just not I think obviously the reason there are um billionaires in so many clubs is because of fandom and what fandom is like when you're a fan of a club you want to see your team win. Yeah. And so it's very easy to kind of profit off of that and make revenue off of that when you're a billionaire. and kind of coming into a club and seeing that you can spend this money but you're going to be able to earn it back. Yeah. Um by fans supporting you, by fans paying for TV rights, stuff like that. But I think there's a point where even though fans want to see their team win and yeah. fans want their team to have as much money as possible, fans 
do you know what is right in football and what is wrong in football? Yeah. Because the the reason football is fun to watch is because it's competitive. Yeah, and exactly. So if, yeah, exactly what you're saying. It is a pyramid, but like when it's a pyramid, the the people at the top stay at the top, and it's just they just keep earning before anyone else. Dude, gets it. I like literally. I live for the fact that. Leicester could win the champion, like the like the, Leicester the could win the prem, yeah, yeah, or like Aston Villa could qual- or like West Ham could qualify for the Champions League, you know. Yeah. Everyone That's- in the world was so happy to see Leicester. Yeah, exactly. Apart from me, who was the other club that they were fighting with? Was there anyone, or was it like a massive gap, right? I think it, I think Spurs was the next. That I'm oh yeah, then we'd love to see Leicester <laughs> Leicester winning the league. Um, how did how did Spurs outspurs themselves? But um, yeah, what was I what was I on about? Yeah, the soup. I mean. Yeah, so, th- that's not... Fans don't want to see that. Like, that's not... Yeah. And also, it wouldn't work for football. Like, they, they, they're they bringing this sort of American... I know it's a cliche to say that the everything capital, capitalism is America, but they're bringing this sort of American sports um, format mm-hmm. to football, and it just doesn't work because in America, you have sort of the Patriots playing the... Um, I don't know, like, the Eagles, right? Yeah. But... With with a sport like football, which is so spread out, it, for example, like Liverpool, is their home their home stadium is in Liverpool, right? But if if Liverpool then go and play in, in New York, are they really Liverpool football club anymore? Exactly. Yeah. Like the problem with American sports, which I hate, is that they're franchises. They're literally franchises. Yeah. They can move from city to city. Whereas in Europe, every soccer, every football team is <laughs> it's every football team is the the heart the heartbeat of the fucking city yeah. like it's what people they go on the weekend they're excited they get a beer they get their lunch and yeah. they go to the football game it's like what they what they've like lived for their entire lives and they pass it on to their kids to their grandkids yeah. you see grandparents taking their grandkids to games it's just it's something that's for the city and it's so much more than a franchise that people are like supporting yeah exactly planting. would you would you would you stop supporting Madrid if they got in the Super League? I know I asked you this question, but I want everyone to hear it. Yeah, I mean, I I still don't know. Like, for now, it's easy for me to say, like, no. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't support them, right? Yeah. Just because it takes away everything that I like about football. Yeah. But at the same time, like, I've spent my entire life watching Madrid type thing. And so, like, to just stop watching them and not believe that this is actually gonna be the future of football some way or another yeah it's hard to kind of deep um but yeah I, the my answer now is no and i would just start watching more malaga games yeah i mean it's easier for you right? yeah like, like um i i think that i would just be ashamed to be a chelsea fan if i was if yeah. they enter the super league like it's my chelsea is sort of my like heartbeat but yeah like i if i had kids i and chelsea were in the super league i would not encourage them yeah to it's just chelsea. not morally like just it's just wrong yeah it 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 if it, it doesn't sit right with me that i got to watch chelsea win on a penalty shootout in the champions league and my favorite player saved the winning like the last penalty but my kids then have to watch um in san francisco they have to watch chelsea versus inter milan yeah. you know and it's just owned by billionaires yeah. and you just don't give a shit about the city don't give a shit about the the players they just they just look at it as revenue and that's what American sports is. There's obviously some franchises that are more um, connected with their city and this and that. But if if we are going down that route in Europe, it takes away so much of why people love. Yeah, it literally it literally confirmed to me that like these owners don't actually care about the the clubs that they own. 
Like it's it's all the fans that watch or, or follow these clubs and basically make make the owners rich. You know, they right. just don't care about them. They just care about their bottom line. Yeah, like yeah. that. That's what. And I mean, from two thousand till now, you've seen more billionaires, people from UAE, Qatar, stuff like that, yeah. come in because it's football. The football world has become so ripe for that type of ownership. Yeah. But yeah, as we said before, it this it, this is kind of like the um the the limits. Like you can't do more than this it's just too it's it's just got to a point where you can't um take away what football has been for so long i mean yeah i agree it's uh, this is probably not even the last time we're gonna talk about this no yeah because it's it's weird that we reached a point where for two or three days we saw something that i thought we would never see which is fans Having the opportunity to, after a COVID thing, COVID whole year of thing, which has prevented their clubs from buying players and like making their teams win, to reaching a point where they can solve it and not and saying no, like all in unison, just being like no, we're not having it. Everyone from the entire football world, and I think that was really really good to see. It just didn't sit right with me that like the the owners right out of a pandemic. Not we're not even out of it. We're still in the pandemic. Yeah. They. Right out of the pandemic, they said that oh, we're gonna just basically hijack football, right. and it just the the one thing that brings so many people like joy, including mm-hmm. me and you. They just said that we're gonna do a hostile takeover on the whole thing, and we're just gonna like you don't have a say in any of it. You know, it just didn't sit right with me. And even now, like I know you support Madrid, Madrid but I think Florentino is a dick, like a complete asshole. Like he's basically saying that. This the twelve team signed contracts, and we're gonna we're gonna fight to bring this back and do whatever it takes to like bring the Super League to life. Yeah, I think the greed um, that most of the owners showed and just not being open to discussing it was probably one of the worst parts of it. Um, and yeah, Florentino definitely could have done a much better job of bringing it about. Obviously, they were in talks with UEFA and FIFA with the new Champions League, yeah. right, to to favor the bigger clubs, but they said it's not enough. You I know, mean, that's what happened, though. Like, even in, but the, and I think the last remark I want to make on this is just like, again, this just goes to show that like the sport we love <laughs> is, if if this what the amount of riots that happened that it, the Super League is at bay right now, it's. We gotta we gotta do something about it. Like the football football world needs to like unify against against this type of crap. Cause it's the, football is not about bottom line. It's not about profit. It's about the like love for the game. Right, right, right. If if the Glazers and like Liverpool uh, football club pretend as if they sort of are this you know people's club and we are the people's club and Alfie Anfield is the fortress of the people, and then they go and pull off this shit. Like it yeah, just, I mean it's Fenway Sports Group, right? They. They're an American. Yeah, it's con- it's convenient for it. They're fans, fans team when it's convenient for them, and then they're not when it's convenient for them. You know? Right. It's and the fans either give in to these own right because like a few years ago, FSG also tried to, um, Fenway Sports Group also tried to raise ticket prices, and the Liverpool fans were just like, "No, we're not having yeah. it." Type thing. So either like you can't have the owners, uh, you can't separate the good things and the bad things from the owners. These American owners and the um the middle eastern owners and like other sovereign countries that are just coming in they're they're always looking for profit and stuff and so the good parts of it are obviously they're bringing in money um they're buying new players signing new players but from the bad parts of it they're always going to try and make more money right and they're always going to find ways and so 
the the issue with it is is either you give in to them or you're constantly just fighting with them yeah. and so it's just another one of those cases and thankfully this time we didn't they, the fans didn't give in i mean yeah it's just like it, it again it just doesn't sit right with me that they they would do something like this and especially i i just wish that the board and the owners would be more like transparent with us you know right, right, that right. they have such a stiff upper lip that chelsea basically on that twitter they released like a six line statement basically saying that we're hijacking the entire thing yeah and again as you said that if they if they were open to have a more open discussion about it then at, at least maybe they would they would be able to give their side of the story as well and they would maybe try be able to understand where the fans are coming from as well but uh, they didn't do that and uh, i again i just think it's a horrible idea and mm-hmm. uh, but then again that's basically you said that that's where football is going that's where it is going like coming coming to the next topic i think that the what the the did you did you read about the 2024 like what they're doing with the champions league as well um kind of i told you before i i know it's like a swiss knockout tournament which has means that big teams are going to play against more big teams i know there's a lot more matches yeah. which again whiff is just getting more yeah. money instead of the big teams getting more money um yeah but i mean i in summary basically it's i think they're expanding the tournament to from 36 to like 48 teams or something mm-hmm. and uh i think they're introducing the the, the two big headlines that they're expanding the thing and that there there's a new thing called the uefa coefficient mm-hmm. um which basically means that clubs who have been in the competition for the longest time mm-hmm. they're not required to like qualify anymore like gotcha. basically they just get in the uh tournament automatically which is a horrible idea because again bringing the disparity that just brings more and more disparity it just goes to show that as football fans we're basically fucked like it's basically a billionaire on this end or it's a billionaire on this end like yep. you know <laughs> that that's what it comes down to all right yeah. on to a much better topic the <laughs> best part of football every two years well every four years is euros and every other four years is the world cup um just at a glance who do you think is winning this year's euros uh i i mean honestly i as for some reason i have a bias for france but i think germany are gonna do it you think germany are gonna do it yeah germany are in a group with france hungary and portugal who do you think gets okay we'll start with that's a nice i was gonna go through a through f but who do you think wins this i think france comes out first i think germany you think Germany comes out first? I think I think France might like fuck it up against like Portugal or something. You don't think, but but France has to qualify. They have to qualify, but I think it's gonna be Germany, France, Portugal, Hungary. A uh, poor Hungary as well, by the way. Like, they, yeah, Hungary they, just they're gonna get yeah. killed in every yeah, single match. I want Portugal to be good, but I'm not. Uh-huh. Did they make it out of groups in World Cup? Yeah, they did. They did. Okay, and then they, they, they were in the group with Spain and. Who did they lose to in? Belgium. Okay, I remember. I think I remember Belgium, Portugal. Yeah, I because Belgium then went on to beat England, right? That was. Or was it? Or was it France? I can't. I can't remember. I think it was France. I I don't remember. I'm pretty sure it was France. Um, let me check real quick. But yeah, Germany. I don't know. I mean, they have Werner. They have well, they have Kroos. They have Kimmich. They have Kimmich. They have uh, Sula. They have Neuer still, who's apparent. I just learned today made it into the FIFA team of the year. 
which is insane to me. Sule? Not Neuer. Oh, Neuer, Neuer, okay. Uh, they have that. They have an abundance of fullbacks that can do the job. Mm-hmm. Um, <coughs> but okay, again, yeah, Portugal played um, Uruguay and they lost two one, and then Belgium oh, played fuck. Japan. We were so off. Like yeah. we thought they would <laughs> we lose. Were very far. So. <laughs> um, okay, so yeah, so we think France and Germany are going through. I mean, Germany and yeah, Germany and France and Germany, uh, topping the group. I think I think France like starting off with the bookies favorites. But I, I don't know why I have a sneaking suspicion that Germany are going to yeah, do it. Eng- England and France are the two favorites, which England is... <laughs> England, uh, for some reason, England remind me of Spurs. They're yeah, just, I think <laughs> England is just at the top because there's a lot of UK people that are betting for England and that's just how... Yeah, probably. Yeah. I mean, England England do have a good squad, to yeah? be fair, but... But I, if I had to bet, I definitely wouldn't be betting on. I mean, thank honestly, though, thank God England on this in this group with Germany and France because they would. They, I don't think they would make it out of this group. Hmm. If honestly, yeah, I think, I still think France are coming first. I think who do they have? Mbappe, Griezmann, Dembele. If Dembele has a good. France's depth is just insane. They, yeah, they have Pogba, Kante, Varan, Varan, Benjamin Mundy. Oh, yeah. On a floor, the, I don't know who they. I don't know if they because they played Benjamin Mendy in the World Cup. I don't know if now they play the other Mendy. Yeah, they probably will play the other Mendy. Um, Your Mendy, Kimpembe, yeah, Loris. The, France, yeah, the, thing, really great the thing with France is that you can make send a French A team and a French, French B, B team, team. and different groups oh, and yeah, they will G- play in the final. Giroud is also there. Oh yeah, my man, my man. He is. He is Mr. UEFA. Like yeah. he is Mr. UEFA and Mr. FIFA. Like I wish Benzema was didn't get involved in that. Scandal and he won a world cup. Yeah, what was that about? I uh, think um, Benzema recorded Valbuena having sex with a prostitute or something like that. What? I think that's what it was. Um, or it might have been the other way around. <laughs> but it was some, some fuck shit and I think they, one of them was doing something illegal. I don't know what. what it I thought it was it texting scandal. I don't, I don't know it was this fucking deep. Like, I, think, I think it was pretty... Uh, Pretty bad. Um, what a guy. What a guy. But, okay, Group E, Poland, Slovakia, Spain, Sweden. Slovakia has... Um, Jan Oblak. <laughs> Jan Oblak, they have Hamšík, question mark. Yeah. Um, Is Hamšík in Slovakia or Slovenia? I always forget. <laughs> I think Slovakia. Let's see. Oh, yeah, Hamšík, Skirtle, the turtle. <laughs> I remember <laughs> Skirtle from FIFA. Uh, this is Screenar is a good center back. Screenar is good, yeah. Uh, where's Oblak? Is Oblak something? Oh, else? is he in Slovenia? Maybe Oblak is Slovenian. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I don't know if Slo- Slovenia is. I'm gonna look so stupid no. when this comes up. It's, it's, it's two very similar countries. Poland, there's Lewa. Um, what else is there? Be honest, do you think Spain make it out of this group? Yeah, I think Spain and Poland make it out. I don't think they do. I really like Spain this year. I mean, they have what's it called? Ferran Torres or yourself. I think out of this group they make it. Whether they win the next round, I don't I like that's whatever. Like if we make it to quarters, that would be sick type thing. But we'll make it out of the group. Sweden are always. I'm gonna. Just I'm gonna. There. I'm gonna. Who do you think wins? I'm gonna give a big call. Group? I'm gonna say Poland and Sweden make it out of this group. Poland and Sweden. Sweden are always just hard to play against. I think their defense is really good from what I remember in the World Cup. But I still think Spain and Poland make it out. And Slovakia is just Slovakia. <laughs> We're just going to skip over that. Um, England, Croatia, Czech Republic, and Scotland is Group D. Oh, England and Scotland is going to be a good game, dude. Like, mm-hmm. I, wish I, I wish I was either English or Scottish just to see that game. 
Tierney and Robbo. Yeah, it's basically like the India Scotland. versus Pakistan of like <laughs> of football. Like it, it's or just Pakistan and Scotland, I guess. Yeah, it's just bad. Right? It's just much worse. It's just bad. Um, yeah, I think England and Croatia win. I don't think Croatia yeah. make it far. Everyone is just old in Croatia. Rakitic, Modric. I I I mean this this group is much much easier to call compared to everyone else. Paris, like, yeah, Czech Republic. Now that Czech isn't there, yeah. If Czech was there, basically they would like they would have won the tournament already. Um, like who would've... else is Czech Republic? Um, I can't think of anyone. There's that. Oh, Vladimir Sufal. Oh yeah, the West Ham guy. And yeah. also, is is Suchek in Czech Republic? I think so. Um, the next group is Austria, Netherlands, North Macedonia. Yeah. And, wow. How the, and Ukraine. How the fuck did North Ma- How did North Macedonia make it in, but not Republic of Ireland? Like oh yeah, Will Griggs on fire is in here. <laughs> like what the fuck? Is okay, that... so yeah, so Mas- North Macedonia is topping this group, right? I think we can agree on that. And then, <laughs> uh, no, but for real, I think Netherlands. Netherlands and Austria, like it's just it's this one is North Macedonia. I just feel bad for them. Netherlands have a good team, right? Well, would they? Well, like, uh, I don't. I don't really love the, this group to be honest. I mean, Young, they have to pay. De Jong, Van Dijk. Van de Beek, I, who loves to sit on the bench. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. I don't. Oh, Depay. Depay. Uh, Delict. Did you, did Delict. you say Delict? Yeah. No, I don't. I didn't say. Oh Delict. yeah. Okay. This group is just shit. I don't think I'll be watching <laughs> the games of this group. Belgium, Denmark, Finland, and Russia. Uh, this one is. I mean, the winner is pretty easy to call. Do you play fantasy uh, last year? When Timo Puki. Oh yeah, <laughs> what? I'm definitely gonna be watching the Finland. The thing is, with like if the European Super League happened, then I was definitely gonna use Timo Puki for my triple captain. Oh yeah, like next go. next year when yeah, they make, yeah. when they were back in the prem. Um, how it, they are I, back in the prem next year? Yeah, yeah, yeah I don't true. think that's how you pronounce it though. Google know. Google says it's different. Apparently, what is it? Timo Puki or some shit like Timo that. Puki. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, fair enough. Um, I edit like the Google lady saying saying the name when I when I said it. No, but I'm very excited to get Pookie back in in my fantasy team. Um, but yeah, I'm a big Belgium fan apart from Spain, and so I hope Belgium goes far in the Euros. This Dude, year. how do you support these many teams? I don't yeah. understand. It's it's Just bandwagon, <laughs> classic fan. <laughs> Isn't it difficult to no, fucking yeah. keep up with them? I mean, my I only like I really support Spain and Madrid, but. But you also support Malaga, Malaga and, Belgium, and Belgium and Bayern and in the, in the team any team Germany. that's not Chelsea and City or Barca. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, this this one is the second place is definitely like kind of difficult to call. I'm still gonna go Denmark because they have Ericsson and I kind of like Ericsson, mm-hmm. even though he's become shit now. I hate Russia because they took out Spain. I mean, they have. Oh, I thought you were gonna go on a much controversial tangent <laughs> over there. I hate Russia <laughs> ever since the Cold War. <laughs> <laughs> um, what's it called? The Michael B. Jordan movie is pretty good. That <laughs> came out like last week or two weeks ago. It's about. Uh, one the US the, and Russia. One Actually, it was, it was okay. It was like a, a decent action movie, but... One of the one about. We're talking about the Euros. Just something about Russia to bring up. <laughs> <laughs> and then, um, Group A is also kind of a group of death. Kind of, sort of. Is it? I think all these teams are shit. That's why it's a group yeah. of death. <laughs> like, None of them are like really good. Yeah. Italy is always good in internationals, right? They said, they have Mancini as their coach as oh, well. Are they really good? Didn't they get knocked out? Oh, no, yeah. They, they didn't qualify for last World Cup. Yeah. 
but they're otherwise like I, I enjoy watching them. I remember that Italy Uruguay game in twenty ten when Suarez decided to bite. Oh yeah. Or was it? I don't know if that was twenty ten or twenty fourteen. Was it Chiellini or Bonucci? Both of them are the same. I person. think it was Chiellini. I think I remember Chiellini wearing like. I I I literally only remember Chiellini, Bonucci, and Barzagli like. Three of them oh, yeah, the FIFA, like, FIFA, yeah, the FIFA, FIFA Holy Trinity and Buffon and Goal. So good. What what vibes? What vibes? No, but yeah, I think Mancini. Uh, we should have FIFA songs playing in the background. Oh yeah, we podcast. should. In the outro, we should have <laughs> yeah. FIFA song. But I think most coaches who are good at club level are usually good at international. Was Deschamps a club club manager? Deschamps wasn't he PSG at one point? Was he? What's his first name? Didier Deschamps. Oh, like Didier Drogba, but Deschamps. Ma- the king. Didier Deschamps um, coached the France national football team and Marseille for a bit, Juve for a bit, Monaco. I don't remember him achieving anything with any of those clubs, but I think Mancini is going to take Italy far-ish. I think Bale... Is gonna do a bit. Do you see his hoodie on the weekend? Yeah, yeah. What a what. what this a guy, guy just turned it on. He I just t- fucking kicks it. Yeah. And just goes in. <laughs> yeah. It's so sick. I I also triple cap. I mean not triple. I captain son. And okay, there you go. He you got, got me like points. bare points. Yeah. How many points did you end up with? <laughs> like twelve or thirteen. I forgot. Twelve or thirteen. Yeah. On the weekend. No, no. I mean, as in. Oh, okay. Twelve, and then I got double. Okay, got gotcha, you. I, honestly, like I'm, I'm so good at fantasy now. So like, I, I just don't even. You check. won the league, I think. Yeah, I don't even bother yeah, checking yeah. that anymore. You were like Inter. Inter won the league. Um, <laughs> terrible comparison. I'm not Inter. <laughs> and then Switzerland has Big Shaq, Shakiri, <laughs> and some other players. I don't know who else. Turkey uh, has. They have Chanano. Oh, they have my boy, Soyuncu. Who in Turkey? Yeah. Oh damn! Wait, Turkey has. Um, Yilmaz, yeah, Yilmaz, and there's some other guy that won. Oh, Kabak from what's it? Oh, Chalanoglu. Oh yeah, Chalanoglu. this guy's free kicks on FIFA were the yeah. best thing ever. Um, who else? They this, have my boy. This guy Yasiksi. I think him and Yilmaz are carrying Lille over PSG, which is pretty sick. But see, the thing is, I want them to like make it past the groups, only to see Soyuncu in a quarterfinals of yeah. inter- but I don't think Soyuncu seems like the guy that would shine on the international stage he's so good man he I, has like the you he, know the he hair. had the Turkish blood <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah I think that's pretty much it I mean we talked about the Champions League the Super League Euros for a bit do you want to round off with Ballon d'Or huh oh yeah let's talk about Ballon d'Or so there is you were saying Lewandowski, Mbappé, and Messi. Messi as the three main three nominations main leaders, yeah. so far. Yeah. Um, obviously, Euros have to happen, but if we were to call it now, you would say Lewa? I would say Lewa. Okay. I, if, if, now, Lewa, like, marginally, but if Poland do anything, like, if they get out of the group, he, uh, he has to win it. I think they have to reach... Well, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, if he's the star and they got out of the group, then sure. But if he's just like a player and if they reach the finals, he'll definitely win it. If Messi wins... Poland are not reaching the finals, dude. No, yeah, but for him to like for sure like be yeah, like, yeah. oh my, like Ballon d'Or for yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Messi has to win the league, Spanish league, and he has to win Copa America, which is also this year. Is it? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's interesting. Which it's always, during, it starts in June and I think it also ends in June. Um, so that's more football that we get to watch. Um, and then Mbappe 
France have to win the Euros. And he has to be a big part of that. Because they're not winning League 1, which is That's, already pretty yeah. fucking bad. That, that they're not winning great. the Champions League. Um, and yeah, he has to Did win. they win the French Cup? I don't think so. I also don't think so. So it was just a bad... What, what the fuck did Poch do? <laughs> what did he do? Poch came in January and said... He's, you know what? This year we're not. We're just not winning anything. Um, it's it's the Spurs in him, man. It's coming out. The Spurs in him is coming out. Okay, the French Cup is still going on. Oh, PS, is it? PSG won the quarterfinals five zero. What is it? Montpellier in the semis next week. Oh, I I love Monaco. Monaco versus I'm gonna try to pronounce this. Rumiyi Vayer. That was terrible. <laughs> and then thing Montpellier. Um, I I mean I, again I I feel like it'd be PSG Monaco. If they don't win it, then it's just an L. Mm-hmm. And I, if they don't win the French Cup, then Mbappe has no chance. Let's say league. Um, what it is looking like? Yeah. Lille is one point ahead with three games to go. Are, are they really not gonna win it? That's insane. Yeah, like, PSG not winning. I think they won it every other year. They've been winning it for like seven years. I say fucking shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's PSG. That's insane. How how are they not? But yeah, coming back to the topic, I think dude, Lewa has just hasn't he scored like eighty goals in the past two seasons or something. Something like that. That like last season, I know he scored like fifty plus goals for sure. Mm-hmm. This season, I think he's thirty plus. Do you think there's anyone else in Europe? Who could who could get who could it? Could win Ballon d'Or? Um, I'm trying to think. Uh, De Bruyne, nah, not really. You even. don't think De Bruyne's even close to if they he's, win if they win Euros? He's been injured for too long. I feel like that is true. Like, That's true. Lewa, uh, Le- what about Ruben Diaz if they win Euros? <laughs> Portugal win the Euros? Yeah. Um, again, Ruben Diaz just came to City in like January, so I don't think he's done it long enough for mm-hmm. him to just justify the Euros. I mean, maybe if he wins the Champions League and the Euros, then he's in, in for a shout. And he's just, like, amazing in both. Yeah. Yeah, but, I mean, again, when was the last time the defender, a a defender, defender won it? Canavado, right? Was it? I'm trying to think. I mean, has Van anyone... Van Dijk won... Did Van... Van Dijk won some, something. He, he, he won the, the main ball. He, the won the, he won the player of the year. Yeah. Yeah. But, but the Prem one, right? Or, or the like FIFA, FIFA the best or whatever the fuck. Yeah, yeah, called, yeah, 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 yeah. Um... Well, I th- I just think it's shit how like no. Yeah, I think it was kind of until yeah. two thousand six. It's such a. I just feel like Lewa should win it just so that he can like, like last year he. Lewa deserves it. Lewa's yeah. been with Cristiano and Messi top goal scorer for. They literally pulled the European Super League and they just fucking scrapped the whole thing last year. <laughs> like, the, yeah. just just they so that they didn't have to give it to Lewa. anyone. But, but like, it's just it's just cracked. But I think, yeah, if Poland make it out of the group. I think Lewa has to win it. So he's. He's probably my marginal shout right now, but he's gonna be my far and away shout if Poland do anything in the Euros. But what's what's your opinion? Who do you think is gonna? Um, I was telling before. I think Benzema should be considered if Madrid win the league and the Champions League. If they don't win one of them, then no. But yeah, he's just carried Madrid when we don't have Cristiano, and I think that's pretty fucking hard to do. That Ramos also. Um, but I think from the prime, I don't, I can't think of anyone else. Uh, uh, Bruno, obviously, yeah. If if Portugal win the Euros and Bruno's insane, then maybe. But oh yeah, the about oh wait, 
Messi's like far far down the list apparently. Down the list? Yeah, he's here. Here this this is according to uh, Sport Bible. Mm-hmm. They say that Kylian Mbappe, uh, Lewandowski, Ronaldo, Neymar, De Bruyne, Fernandez, Holland, then Messi, then Kane, then Suarez. Okay, interesting. I think. I, yeah, I think most of it, it does depend on the Euros still. It usually does when it's when there's an international tourney. It's like the main focus of it is like, oh, who won? Like that year France won, I think um, the focus was on Griezmann. Obviously, Modric ended up winning it because mm-hmm. he carried Croatia to the finals, basically. Oh, your your, your man Ruben Diaz has it. He's in a shout, according to Ronaldo.com. Uh, Ronaldo.com. <laughs> Let's see who's first. It better not fucking be... Cristiano. It's Lewandowski. Okay. First, then Messi. Then Mbappe. Okay. Yeah. I for some reason didn't have Lewandowski. Like like I knew he was having a really good season, but I didn't know he was like top for Ballon d'Or. But yeah, he's definitely fucking ripping up the Bundesliga. And if if Bayern like won the Champions free, League, they, yeah. they, he he. Would. I mean, he should have won it last year, right? Like. I mean, but if they won this year, there was not a competition. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, but Hansi left, and now I don't know what's going on. Going to mm-hmm. happen with Nagelsmann. Nagelsmann is the coach of Leipzig. He, he used to be uh, of Leipzig, and now he came to Bayern. Got you. But um, yeah, are we, are we? I don't know. Do you want to discuss anything else, or do you? No, do you I think I think that's good to wrap it up. I'm just gonna find a FIFA song that we can play as an outro. <laughs> um, let's see. I think this is a good one. All right. Thanks for listening to our podcast. Um, Are we going to get copyrighted? Hopefully not. (laughs) (laughs) One can hope.